Greetings, folks, and happy Friday. Happy weekend coming up. Happy Juneteenth. We all know that Joe Biden just signed that into law. It is now a national holiday. Long time in coming. We finally did it to it. Thank you, Mr. President. Wonderful thing. We're going to uh, have a little different show today, only in that our schedules got incredibly backed up today. So Amanda and I are unable to present you with a live show. So what we're going to do is play some of the audio clips that we're going to run during today's show. Hope you enjoy them. And what we wanted to do is focus today on what citizens are saying, what citizens are saying um, on TikTok about the president, about the economy, about various items that are issues that concern us. And it's interesting just to get some feedback on what ordinary citizens are doing on their cell phones, um, on the uh, social media platform TikTok. It's kind of uh, amusing, entertaining, and, and maybe thought-provoking as well. Some of the uh, words uh, said better than we could probably do here on the show. So anyway, uh, that being said, I wish everybody a great weekend. Just tune in. This is going to be a little short uh, show, obviously, of some uh, audio clips. Uh, and also uh, a spot uh, uh, from Jack Daniels. And you got to take a listen to this about the history of, of Jack Daniels. Um, that's really interesting. So, so take a listen to that clip as well. We'll be back. We might be able to put in a weekend show tomorrow, Saturday, um, again, live from the USA, California here, and from the UK. Amanda Love, Andy Kimball on the Andy and Amanda Show. We'll look forward to seeing everybody on that show. If not, of course, Monday on the uh, It's 5 O'Clock Somewhere show in the UK, that is. It's 5 o'clock in the UK, 9 a.m. in California, and noon on in New York or the East Coast time zone. And we look forward to seeing everybody at that time. To get in on the show, please feel free to dial us anytime we're live at this number, 515-605-9888. And we'll look forward to hearing from you and talking with you at that time on our show. Take care, everybody. We'll see you next time around. Thanks for listening. Putin said Donald Trump is a genius. Putin called me a genius, by the way. Vladimir Putin said Donald Trump is a genius. He's going to do very well. Putin said Donald Trump's a genius. Then Putin said Donald Trump is a genius. He's going to be the next great leader of the United States. He said one nice thing about me. He said I'm a genius. When Putin goes out and tells everybody Donald Trump is a genius, and then I have people saying you should disavow, I said I'm going to disavow that. I said I'm not disavowing that he called me a genius. Are you crazy? Guy calls you a genius, you're not going to disavow. Do we agree? (laughs) Only a stupid person would disavow, not a genius. No genius would disavow being called a genius. Why would I disavow? Guy calls you a genius. Is anybody going to disavow? We don't disavow. And my Republican opponents said, you have to repute that. I said, I'm not reputing it when somebody calls me a genius. Why would I repute it? Wait, 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 wait. So you're telling me that the guy who cheated to get into college, the one who cheated to get out of Vietnam, the same one that cheated on his wives while they were pregnant, the one known to cheat at golf, who cheated his donors at his fake charity and cheated students with a scam university. You mean to tell me that that guy has been cheating his campaign donors out of money? Get the fuck out of here. No way. You know what I think is funny? You guys will be the first ones to tell somebody if you don't like something, then go. If you don't like it, then leave. But you'll also be the first ones that tell people of color to go back where they came from. You'll be the first ones to fake vaccine cards just so you can go on vacation. And you'll also be the first to condemn undocumented immigrants who are seeking asylum, who fake documents just so they can come over here and work and provide for their families. You'll be the first to call someone a sheep, but you'll also be the first to continuously buy into the systematic bullshit that keeps you uneducated. Because 9 out of 10 of the least uneducated states voted Republican. And the top 10 poorest states 
are Republican. The most federally dependent states, excluding New Mexico, are Republican. Because y'all refuse to believe that the economy just does better under Democrats. Since 1933, the economy has grown an average of 4.6% under Democrats and 2.4% under Republicans. And now the nominees for most humiliated kiss-ass. I'm doing a golf tournament with President Trump this Sunday. This guy, Lindsey Graham, you have a guy, he's one of the dumbest human beings I've ever seen. He's going <laughs> to kick me around. I don't want his endorsement. I don't want anything to do with him. He's better than I am. Lindsey Graham, I didn't even know who he was. Watch this idiot, Lindsey Graham. I am all in. Keep it up, Donald. I think Lindsey Graham is a disgrace. In the private sector, he couldn't get a job, believe me. Mr. President, thank you for being the best commander-in-chief. He gave me his number. And I found the card, 202-228. The most successful Republican presidency since Ronald Reagan. One of the worst representatives of any representative in the United States. Donald Trump is the best hope. I think he's a disgrace. Everybody in this room has one thing in common. We all have your back. I don't think he could run for dog catcher in this state and win again. I really don't. So Clinton, Obama, President Biden. Lumber prices today dropping 40%. Market at an all-time high. <laughs> gas prices are now going down. Just went to get gas. Our gas dropped 20%. So all three of the last Democrat presidents have pulled us out of Reagan's failed trickle-down economy, which didn't work. GW, greatest collapse in modern history, 91508. Until now, Trump, who lied, golfed, tweeted, rallied, blamed and told you he was the greatest. That's all you could do. Words don't mean shit. It's all about action. And now we're seeing it. Why you keep voting for these stupid fucking Republicans? We have no idea. None. They've lied to you, said that the Democrats, since Carter, were gonna take your guns. I still have my guns. Stop voting for these fucking idiots. Stop destroying our economy. Democrats always save the day. In 1933, President Franklin D. Roosevelt, the creator of the minimum wage, stated, in my inaugural, I laid down the simple proposition that nobody is going to starve in this country. It seems to me to be equally plain that no business which depends for existence on paying less than living wages to its workers has any right to continue in this country. By business, I mean the whole of commerce as well as the whole of industry. By workers, I mean all workers, the white collar class as well as the men in overalls. And by living wages, I mean more than a bare subsistence level. I mean wages of decent living. It was always supposed to be a living wage. Okay, well how about we just take a look at my almost 50 years of living, shall we? I was born during Nixon, a Republican who had to resign in disgrace, which gave us Ford for a few years who did nothing. That got us Jimmy Carter. Good ideas, ineffectual, couldn't get shit done. Enter Reagan. Disaster. Reaganomics blew a hole in our deficits. We started stealing from Social Security. It was horrendous. That got us Poppy Bush, which was just a hangover from Reagan. Really ineffectual. Which got us Clinton, who gave us six straight years of a balanced budget and a surplus. First time in my lifetime, only time in my lifetime, we've had a balanced budget. That gave us W, who blew it all up again. Who gave us Obama, who set it right and oversaw the longest uninterrupted streak of private sector job growth and pulled us back from a recession. Which gave us Trump, who ignored a pandemic, which blew it all up again. We won with poorly educated. I love the poorly educated. Do you know why Donald Trump loves the poorly educated, especially poorly educated white men? Because you're gullible. Because you're an easy mark. 
because you only get your information from Fox News or Donald Trump, and that allows Trump to control what you see and what you think. White American men have been targeted and radicalized by Trump, just like ISIS radicalizes their soldiers. Let's just look back, shall we? What happened to Hillary Clinton being on her deathbed in 2016? What happened to Hillary Clinton being arrested? Or Barack Obama being arrested? Or James Comey? Or Joe Biden? Donald Trump said they were all going to be arrested. None of that ever happened. It was all a lie. But it worked because poorly educated white men love conspiracy theories. Trump says it. Fox sells it. You buy it. Just in case you forgot, Trump really did say this. And it just seems that the economy does better under the Democrats than the Republicans. Now, it shouldn't be that way. Sick, stupid, ridiculous, obnoxious, vulgar, disgusting, whatever the case may be. Yes, I love this comment. My path to deconstruction was a very long one and there was a lot leading up to it. But one of the biggest driving factors was everything that happened in 2020 and the rise of Christian nationalism. I could not stand all of the racism and the homophobia and the pure hatred that I was seeing coming out of the mouths of people that I thought were good Christian people. The Bible says thou shalt have no other gods before me, and nowhere in there does it say except Donald Trump. The amount of mental gymnastics that some of these people do in order to justify their pure hatred it blows my mind. It absolutely blows my mind. American Christian nationalists are against everything that Jesus stood for. And we'll be back with just a little bit more after this. I think an interesting story regarding the history of Jack Daniels. Take a listen. While the story of whiskey making is fascinating, it hasn't always been pretty. Like much of American history, especially in the 17 and 1800s, those that were considered more fortunate because of their color were often given the credit that belonged to those that were actually doing the work. This was much the case on Reverend Dan Call's farm near Luge Creek in Tennessee. Now the locals knew that when they saw steam and smoke billowing from the hills that it wasn't Reverend Call that was making that whiskey. Instead, it was his master distiller, Nathan Green. Now Nathan was a slave who had proven his worth to the Reverend by bringing a unique technique of purifying the whiskey through sugar maple charcoal a technique likely learned in West Africa where it was used to purify water. And it was this technique that separated Reverend Call's whiskey from the bourbon being made in neighboring Kentucky. Now through all this whiskey making, Nathan had earned the trust of the Reverend, so much so that he gave Nathan the authority to train his apprentice, a young humble white kid by the name of Jasper. And Reverend Call told Jasper to listen to Nathan as he was the best whiskey maker that he had ever seen. Now Jasper and Nathan became good friends poor white kid and a slave. It was until December of 1865 when Nathan became a free man. As for Jasper, he became an entrepreneur, so much so that he purchased the Reverend's distillery and renamed it after himself. And of course, he asked his old friend and mentor, Nathan, to become the first official master distiller. Now, Nathan retired from that distillery years later, and that young salesman turned entrepreneur Never forgot about Nathan Green, even when he became one of the world's most famous whiskey makers. Now his name was Jasper, but you might know him as Jack, Jack Daniel. And as far as Nathan goes, his story is being told for the first time in over 160 years. Of course, we don't call him by his legal name. You can call him the founder of Tennessee Whiskey, or you can call him by what his friends and family called him, Uncle Nearest. So as we celebrate Juneteenth this weekend, raise a glass to Uncle Nearest 
a slave turned free man who's now getting the recognition he deserves as the father of Tennessee whiskey. Cheers. Exact same thing. They lied and they cheated for the most important job in the world. I honestly want to know when conservatives turned into such whining little sissies. Honestly, you're all such pansies. To date, the only people who've been caught cheating are Trump and his loser friends. From the minute the election ended, first you've got a Republican in Lindsey Graham calling the Secretary of State of Georgia and asking him to throw away votes. Then we've got a tape of Trump doing the same thing. That's cheating. Then Trump invites politicians from Michigan from the state house to try to get them to stop the certification. That's cheating. Then Trailer Trash Donnie tries to actually get Mike Pence to not certify the election. That's cheating. And now we find out that White Trash Donnie was trying to get the Attorney General to back his crazy schemes about cheating. Come on, the only people who are cheating are Republicans. You don't care about cheating. You just wanted to win because you're a freak cultist. And Joe Biden is still your president. Yes, he certainly is, and I'm, uh, I must say I'm impressed, in a, to an extent surprisingly impressed. I knew he was going to be, you know, uh, uh, good for this country at, at this given time. He's what we needed at this time. But uh, I think uh, he's exceeded my expectations somewhat um, in, in bringing our, our, our stature of, around the world to a more respectable place than it was uh, with Donald Trump at the helm. Um, obviously, his handling of the COVID virus and the distribution of vaccines and then releasing these vaccines to countries in need, um, his, I think his ethics, his moral, his standards are just been is exquisite. And, uh, and you know, the, the question has been raised, can we talk about why one voted for Joe Biden without mentioning Donald Trump? And, and that the answer to that is becoming more in the affirmative than previously uh, imagined by me anyway. Um, and we'll talk about that. We'll talk about that during our show. And I want to wish everybody, again, a great weekend. Uh, I've enjoyed listening to some of these excerpts. We're going to do some more uh, on shows uh, to come down the road here a little bit. And what I figured we might do uh, to end this little, um, I don't know, snippet of a show, whatever you want to call it, um, is play a tune, uh, because you've had to listen to me without hearing Amanda, I figured it'd only be appropriate if we closed out this little episode with a tune composed by Amanda Love, my darling, dear co-host, and we'll look forward to hooking up with her in the UK again very, very soon here for the next couple of days, if not Monday. Again, happy Juneteenth. So glad that's now a national, you know, a federal holiday here in America. And uh, wish everybody a happy, safe, healthy weekend. Get out there and enjoy. I know you folks here in California are out there, and, and it shows in the traffic on all the major highways. Oh, yeah, yeah, can we talk? But it's great to see. And, uh, and wherever you are in the world, wherever you are in the United States, be safe, be happy, be healthy, enjoy the weekend. Uh, happy Father's Day to all you dads. Happy Father's Day. Of course, we cannot uh, leave the show without saying that and extending my very best wishes to all the dads out there and, uh, and granddads, as the case may be. And we'll look forward to seeing everybody soon again. Again, I want to just get our number out there for those of you who want to join us. It's 515-605-9888. Send your comments, questions. Uh, if you want to get on the show as a guest or know somebody who might want to, uh, you can email the show with your comments at uh, Show at gmail.com. And don't go away because Amanda Love's composition is next here on The Andy Amanda Show. Take care, folks. <laughs>